1: This is CarPro USA with Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. Jerry's a former two-time chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council who was in the car business for over 35 years. Along with his sidekick, Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, they bring you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Think of them as the car buyers Batman and Robin. So, with a pow, a zap, and a blam, here they are. On CarPro USA.
2: And we thank you for joining us here at the CarPro USA radio show. We're here to help you make a good, smart car buying decision. I'm here to help you figure out what's the best vehicle for you. We want to talk about timing. We want to talk about leasing. We want to talk about leasing versus buying. New versus used and certified. There's just so much to consider when you're thinking about getting a new set of wheels. And if you make a mistake... It's going to be a costly one. You can count on that. So let's not do that. All you got to do is call 800-926-7777. The lines stay full most all the time. It's best to try to call in when someone hangs up, and we'll try to get you on. I don't take mechanical questions, but anything else is a okay with me. I'm Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. Kevin McCarthy is my trusty sidekick. We've been doing this for 19 years together on the radio. And
3: how are you today my friend? I'm just had I've had a really good week and looking forward to an even better weekend. There you go. I like good so, weekends. Yeah, I do too. Especially when my girlfriend is not out of town. <laughs> um the uh on our website, carprousa.com, you had a you, we have a story Honda launches new brand campaign. Yeah. And it's Jerry has their new TV commercials, or at least one of them up on the site. And it's Hondas doing things that you've never seen a Honda doing before. No. Like, like a their uh, Ridgeline with two dirt bikes in the back, crossing a river, getting ready to drive straight up a hill.
2: Yeah, I started the article saying, I don't typically associate ruggedness with Honda, but look at this. And, boy, I tell you, they are trying to change their image and, and appear to be appealed to a younger crowd, I think, and to point out that their vehicles are capable. That we, they can go driving around in the sand dunes, too? Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> they have had a reputation for so long for quality and just building a great car uh, or SUV or truck. You know, Ridgeline's always been a great truck. It's not a... It's not a truck in the traditional sense, but if you want a truck that it has got some capability, it'll tow 5,000 pounds and it's kind of rides more like a car than a truck, uh, Ridgeline's a good choice, I will tell you. And this commercial is going to point out that how tough they are, and you can take them off-road and that sort of thing. So it was an interesting article. The other one that was in this week's newsletter that I wanted to bring your attention to was... It is National Teen Driver Safety Week starting now and it's a, it's a time once a year where I talk about you know trying to keep your teens safe and it, it, it's kind of an issue that's hot button to me if, if you've listened to the show for a long time you know this but I lost my only child uh, seven years ago and so if I can if I can help people avoid going through that, because it's indescribable. You just, I mean, there's no way that I could tell you, here's what it feels like because it, it you just got to be there and you don't want to be there. I often say it's a, an exclusive club that nobody wants to be a member of. You know when what you I think is child.
3: how you make lemons out of lemonade. And pardon me if that's not a good analogy, but you and a couple of people I know who are in that unenviable club, Yes. Have become friends. Yeah, So you can talk about what nobody else can understand together. And, and need, I think that's terrific.
2: You need somebody to talk, talk about. Um, so if you've got a teen driver or if you know a teen driver or you've got a teenage driver, that's your grandson or granddaughter uh, read this article. The best part of it is a teen driver contract that a listener sent me a decade ago or more. He was a judge in the Austin, Texas area. And he made, when, when a teen driver came into his court, they got a speeding ticket or unsafe driving ticket of any kind. The parents had to be there, and they had to sit down and fill out this contract. And it's very usable from the standpoint of you choose what you want to put, to put down. In other words, if you get a speeding ticket, here's what happens. And it needs to be a family affair. And I believe with all my heart, that it's a lifesaver. I think you know not every teenage driver is going to—they're uh, they're not going to adhere to it—and especially if you don't do your part, which is enforce it. Mm-hmm. But I um, promise you this: it's going to make them think.
3: Well, if I have to <clears throat> sit down with my mom and dad when I was a teen, and they said, "Okay, if you get a speeding ticket, your car's going to be parked for six weeks." Yeah. I probably would have come closer to
4: the speed limit.
2: Yeah, I would say that's probably right. Let's talk to Marty in Lavernia. Marty, thank you for holding. How can I help you?
4: Yeah, I've got a, a Dodge uh, um, Durango yeah. 2012. It's got 140,000 miles on it, uh, the 3.6. And uh, I offered the guy uh, 7,700 for it. And it's loaded with everything. It's got the towing package. It's got the on It's got the backup deal. It's got everything in it. Yeah. And I was wondering if that's a good price or, or not. Or are those good cars? Yeah,
2: they're good cars. That 3.6 Pentastar has been a great issue, uh, great engine for years, still is. Uh, Durango held up really well. And, of course, they still make them today. Never been a huge seller. Um, have you looked at a history report?
4: Uh, yeah, everything's uh, so far, everything's good on it. I mean, okay. It's got a couple of recalls, like on stuff that, uh you know, minor stuff that you want to go back in and get it fixed.
2: Yeah, know. and that doesn't cost anything. Recalls are free. Right. So no right. big deal there. But if it's got a clean auto check report and it runs and drives well, um, uh-huh. you know, with that age, at it it, 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 that mileage, I'd want to get it up on the freeway and drive it. You know, how does it do at 70? How does it do on rough roads? Uh, if you can get it for 77, in my opinion, that's a good buy. Uh, what's he asking for it?
4: He was asking, uh, ten three. Okay, and then he said, then he said, best offer, and I offered him seven for it, and he said he couldn't go below 77.
2: Okay. Boy, he started high enough.
4: <laughs> yeah, he sure did. Yeah, he did. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, be careful. I drove it. I, I drove it to uh, Rockport and back. I just got back from Rockport. Okay, and it performed real well.
2: The yeah, guy did does, real well. Have you met this guy face to face? Yeah. Does he seem straight up? Oh yeah. You yeah. look. You looked. If you looked at the title. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. If all that checks yeah. out, I, and you can get it for seventy-seven hundred. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a very good buy with the SUV prices that are out there right now. And, you know, it's going to have a lot of life left in it, especially with that 3.6. I think you're good, Marty. Yeah. Enjoy it. I hope everything yeah, works out great.
1: When it comes to pre-owned vehicles, there's a line between used and used up. Let CarPro USA help you. 1-800-926-7777.
3: This is Carpro USA. When I was in high school, Jerry, our uh, high school basketball team was pretty good. Yeah. Went to the state tournament and all that. Not not my not with me playing on it. No, I wouldn't think. No, so. I'm only five eight <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> really good. Anyway, day. we had a <laughs> chant that we used to taunt the opposing crowd with. U G L Y, you ain't got no alibi. M O M M A. How you think you got that way? That's that's what I thought of. Where's when, this going? It's going to our classic car of the weekend on our oh, Facebook page. That was a long way to get there. <laughs> well, it's U-G-L-Y, but you've got to see it. And if your dad ever owned one of these, I feel sorry for
2: you. I do, too. Especially if you're sitting in the third row seat facing <laughs> backwards and having 18-wheelers run up on you. That was always fun. Oh, yeah. How safe. And there was no seat belts back there. Let's talk to Michael in San Antonio, Texas. Hello, Michael. Hi, how are you doing, Jerry? I'm good, Michael. What can I do for you?
5: Well, I'm calling because um, currently I have a 2005 Yukon Denali and a 2011 Yukon Denali. And uh, the 11, actually, I drove and um, the engine broke, so I had to replace the engine. Luckily, I had the warranty, and so that was fine. Uh, but the problem or <laughs> uh, what happened was I drove a two thousand and twenty Yukon and uh really enjoyed it and I liked all the features and in going over the two thousand fifteen version, which is basically the same uh generation yes, um, it seems to have all of the same features from two thousand and fifteen all the way to through to through two thousand twenty that's correct and my question is um are there any are there any features that I would be missing out on? in order to save money to be able to get the 2015 that you can think
2: of. You know, the only thing that you might, there may be some differences in the uh, electronics, the infotainment system. There was a lot of evolution from 15 to 20 as far as okay. Wi-Fi hotspots, um, the navigation system, uh, the number of USB ports and um that, that gets better every year, it seems to me, as a person who's in and out of a lot of new cars every year. But structurally, mechanically, no. Uh, 2015 was the big change. Uh, 2021 is the next one. And so anywhere from 15 to 20, it's basically going to be the same vehicle. So, What about
5: the magnetic suspension?
2: If you get a Denali, a Yukon Denali, it'll come with that. Um, And I got to be honest, I can't tell a big difference between one with it and one without it. I know it's supposed to give a better ride, and I'm sure it probably does because it's changing the damping system at some astronomical rate, some like a 1,000 times Mm -hmm. a second uh, based on the road that you're driving on. But honest to God, they drive so good and they ride so well, I can't tell any difference if it's got magnetic ride control or not. Uh, So I, I wouldn't let that be a determining factor if I were you, I I would be more interested in the the lowest miles you can get for the budget that you're willing to spend. That you've got a good history report, a good great auto check, you know that comes out with no prior big issues, no wrecks, no floods, no uh, you know uh, odometer discrepancies and that sort of thing. And and find the one that you want. There is right. there's going to be more of these available as we go forward because people are buying the 2021 it's selling like a hot cake i mean the dealers can't keep them on the lot uh check yeah. check cavender Buick gmc for a used one they're great people uh rick cavender's a friend uh, i love i love the way they run their dealerships and see if he's got something if he does he'll take amazing care of you there um so what are you going to do with are you going to trade
5: in the old one Well, actually, I have two 2015 Yukons and a 2011. But the thing is, is um, the one, uh, the 2015, I'm sorry, the 2005 Denali drives and rides a lot more smoother and solid than the 2011. Uh, It just seems, uh, I don't know, for some reason, I feel it's a more solid vehicle. And uh, I had the same similar experience with the 2020. So I'm probably going to sell one and trade in another and keep, and then just have two of them, probably the two thousand uh eleven i'm sorry, yeah the two thousand eleven and two thousand twenty
2: yeah, probably. there you go um on the two thousand five you might get a bid from carszous uh c a r z e u s dot com It's a company there that buys vehicles and they do it all online uh it's a neat it's a neat service that they have they're fairly new to the show. I checked them out. From front to back, side to side, they're great people. And you'll actually be online with somebody live that's talking to you. You're, you're just going back and forth, and they'll tell you what they'll write a check for, and they'll come get it. So being given that one's age, I'd go to CarZeus.com, too.
1: If you want to know the pros and cons of a hybrid versus an electric, CarPro USA can give them to you. Call 1-800-926-7777.
2: Off we go to Cleveland, Ohio. James, how can I help you, sir?
6: Yes, yeah, so, Jerry uh,
4: Reynolds, I'm looking for, I'm looking at Chrysler product. I can like know about Chrysler, Chrysler product. The 300, in particular, the 300.
2: Oh, gosh. it's a great car. Um, I love that car. Are you, are you going new or used?
4: Well, you know, um, probably new. Do they still make them?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They still make them. Uh, uh, yes, uh, new. Then yeah, it's it has been such a good car, James. It's never been a huge seller. Um and that's why I ask if you're going new or used. Used ones tend to be a really good buy uh, because they depreciate pretty hard. How long do you think you're going to keep this
4: thing? Oh, probably not probably lease not long about 3 or 3 years. Lease
2: Okay, Um, that's a good way to go. You know, I would either lease a new one or buy a certified one. But based on, you know, just keeping it three years, lease is probably going to be less out-of-pocket money for you. Um, You know, there's there's several engine choices. I like the six-cylinder a lot. It's the Pentastar. It's been a great engine. It's got a good history. Uh, Selfishly, I love the Hemi. That has been such a good engine as well. It's just the gas mileage. In-town gas mileage is not great. The, the highway mileage is fine because it, the car cuts down and runs on four cylinders. But, you know, I I got a heavy foot, so I like that 5.7 Hemi. But if you're looking for an engine that, you know, just drive regular, get up on the freeway without any problems, I'd go with the 3.6, the Pentastar. You're going to get a nine-speed automatic transmission. Out on the highway, this car... Is going to get you close to 30 miles to the gallon, which is pretty impressive given that this is a car that's got a huge backseat, a huge trunk, drives like a dream, rear-wheel drive, um, which always, at least to me, drives better, a rear-wheel drive car does, than a front-wheel drive car. So i go with it. Either engine will do you well. Uh, do a three-year lease, and at the end of the lease, you can decide if you want to keep it or if you want to get rid of it. You may want to just buy it at that point. If so, you can do that. Talk to Rich Klaben, Klaben, uh Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, K-L-A-B-E-N. Rich is a dear friend of mine. He'll give you the best lease deal around on a new 300. I promise you that. He's at my website, too.
1: Living with a bad car is like living with a dead squirrel in the wall. Call CarPro USA and get the right car for you. 1 800 926
4: 7777.
2: This hour, CarPro USA is brought to you by Sherwin Williams. You can save 40% on paints and stains through Monday night, October the 16th. Shop in store or order online for curbside pickup if you prefer. Retail sales only, some exclusions apply. See store for details. And we are brought to you this hour by Indeed.com. Find that high impact, hire your business needs at Indeed.com slash high impact. And last but certainly not least, O'Reilly Auto Parts, your friendly professional
3: parts people, their website, O'ReillyAuto.com. Jerry, I remember a long time ago, and it really has been probably two decades, When I first read about hydrogen fuel cell cars emitting water vapor from their tailpipes, and hydrogen is plentiful, you know, oxygen is H2O, water is H2O, you know, it's it's out there. I looked at it and some comments about it, and I went, that's it. (laughs) After the internal combustion engine has run its course— We're all going to be driving hydrogen fuel cell cars and just dripping water on the highways from our tailpipes. That does sound appealing. Well, it did. Now, 20 years later, when you did your story about understanding fuel cell vehicles after the caller last week piqued your interest, what do you think about them?
2: You know, I think it's it's going to be a a piece of the puzzle. You know, I, I said a decade ago here on the air that in the future we will have a lot of choices. And I think that's still true. I, I I thought we'd have more today than we do, but uh, I think the technology just has been slower to come. But, you know, we've got we've got all electric cars now. We've got partially electric cars now with the hybrids and the plug-ins, and then we've got gas cars and we've got diesel cars. And so fuel cell is the next evolution. They've just got to figure out a way to service them as far as, being able to fill them up without people having to drive so far. Hydrogen's not cheap. Um, and, and I've come, the more I've read and, and, and I've come to understand that there's different grades of hydrogen, just like there's different grades of gas.
3: I didn't know that. I thought basically uh, the way they no. originally presented it was hydrogen was practically free.
2: Right. No, it's no, not the case. It, it can be very expensive oh. to fuel one of these cars. Uh, And they've got to get the price down. I mean, all the the hydrogen fuel cells out there that I'm aware of, the factories have done low-cost leases that have been very expensive to them. They've lost a ton of money to get people behind the wheel and test them. And then those people who lease a hydrogen fuel cell car can't buy it at the end of the lease. They have to turn it back in.
3: But they also give them feedback. Oh, they yeah, lots of throughout
2: feedback. the yeah. throughout the years of driving one of these cars. So, you know, that's going to help them get better and better about it. But I think we're still a long way away. I mean, everybody said we'd have completely self-driving cars by twenty twenty. Yeah, that was five years ago.
3: <laughs> Ten, maybe <laughs> at least, yeah. and, and we're nowhere close. Right,
2: and 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 no, there's no. I see, I I wouldn't even want to start predicting when that will happen. You know, it may be another decade. The future is coming fast enough. I don't want to hurry it anymore. (laughs) Charlotte in Houston, Texas. Charlotte, how can I help you?
7: Hi, Jerry. I really appreciate your taking my call. It's a pleasure. uh, Last uh, week, I, I listened to your show upon the recommendation of a friend. And I have thought about what I heard all week long. I went on your website, uh, carperusa.com. I signed up for your newsletter. I um, found your authorized Cadillac uh, uh, dealership in in Houston. And I would have gone there on May 21st had I known about you. But instead, I started a five-month car buying nightmare. And I thought, after... Thinking about this whole all week long, I thought, I have to call you and see if you have any insight into my situation. Okay, tell to me. To make a long story short.
5: <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs>
7: okay, to make, a lo- to make a long story short, except for the features. Uh, on May 21st, I went to a Cadillac dealership and uh, purchased a 2020 Cadillac XT4. And um, I got there at 1 o'clock. I did not – it was almost dark when I got home, and uh, I did not drive the car home. Uh, I had – it was an abominable experience. And so the next day – thank you. There was a three-day ride of rescission in Texas Mm -hmm. on all contracts. I I went to another car dealership and uh, bought the identical car except for features. Not realizing that I was being in the middle of a very competitive situation, both car dealerships held me to the to the contracts I uh, at the second car dealership I had been given the uh, GM financial um, uh, person in funding to call and she I told her that 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 I wanted the, the second dealership car and not the first and she said that she would fund the second dealership car and note my file not uh, about the other one well again to make a long story short gm financial funded both cars i have i have come i have put in a complaint with the dmv and in, in june which was really a a waste of time i'm a 75 year old widow recent widow and uh DMV complaint They said, Well, you never took possession of the car, but they they haven't even finished their reports, so any help from them is useless. I have had some help from the Office of Consumer Credit Counseling, and um, they are working with um, GM Financial and have gotten me a uh, a, a little bit over a $600 credit. But uh, let me make sure,
2: um, Charlotte, let me make sure. Of one important fact, you never took delivery of the first car. I
7: never took delivery of
2: the first car. Then this is simple. That's one of the elements that makes a completed deal is you sign the papers, you give them a trade in or money down and you take delivery. Those that completes the deal. If you don't do any one of those three, you don't have, you don't have a completed car deal. Now they're obviously that first one is mad because of what, you know, you bought a car somewhere else. But if you didn't take delivery and they'll know this, they're just playing hardball. What you need oh, What you need is an attorney. And mm-hmm. he needs to write them a demand letter that they refund you any down payment, anything that you put down and rescind the deal. That's what needs to happen here, and I think a good attorney that writes a strong demand letter and sends it to them certified, um, this nightmare will be over for you.
7: Well, it has gotten a bit more complicated by that, and I don't know whether you want to have time. to. The main thing I want to talk to you about is what is the chance of my getting the laws lost- changed in the state of texas what i have been through should not happen to anyone no it
2: shouldn't and and i apologize we're running out of time in this segment but you know that that happening would take years let's get your current problem solved first and to do that you're gonna you really are gonna need to hire an attorney i don't think it'll cost a lot because there's only going to be one letter Call me back in the future and tell me how this all ends. I'll be interested.
1: New car, used, certified, pre-owned. Find out which of those is right for you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Thanks for
3: joining us on CarPro USA.
2: Oh, that Charlotte just broke my heart. Oh, I know. It, it, there's not a state in the U.S. that our show airs in, because I've checked it. That there is not a there is not a three day rule.
3: You know where that comes from? Vacuum cleaner salesman. Pretty much. If anyone comes to your home selling vacuum cleaners or encyclopedias, and you buy it while they're Putting their heavy pressure tactics on you, you have three days to say, "Uh, uh-uh. uh right." But when you go someplace and buy something, uh, you bought it. Yeah. It's yours. It, Break it, it, it and is, you buy it. It,
2: it, it. But again, as I told Charlotte, there are elements to it. I mean, if you if you go through the whole process and then drive your new car over the gate,
3: that's it. It's yours.
2: Yeah, it's yours right that minute.
3: But if you signed everything and never take possession, as you say. Yes. Then you're okay? Then you're okay. Wow.
2: That's just part of it. I mean, that's there, there's, there's certain things that are elements to complete a deal, and delivery is one of them. Let's talk to Roger in Newport Beach, California. Hello, Roger. Hello. Yes, sir. How can I help you?
6: Well, um, my wife's been driving a uh – 2011 escape uh we bought it uh, used with low miles in the in in 2014 and she's kind of getting tired of it and wants to get a new car it's been a very good car she really likes it but she just you know getting tired of it yeah i bought i bought a a, a 2017 equinox a year or so ago and i really really like that car and i I just, on a joke, I said, well, I'll give you my car. And I was, I was going to buy a, an old PT Cruiser and fix it up and, you know, do a historic thing, you know, whatever. And she goes, I don't like your car. It's too big. Oh, wow. So I'm trying to <laughs> – yeah, I know. So last weekend we went out and looked at uh, a Mazda 3, which she was thought for sure she wanted, and a Trax. And both those cars were too small. So I'm trying to find what is a good car uh, – Escape still on the list – but in like Mazdas you got the Nissans and the Santa Fes that are in that smaller than an equinox and bigger than a Trax or a
2: now did she look at the Mazda CX 30
6: Mazda not yet
2: okay that's gonna that's that that thing was built for what you're describing uh, and it's been uh-huh. a huge hit so I would definitely put the CX 30 on the list. She could go to a, up to the CX-5, but it the flag, if, yeah. if the Equinox is too big for her, the the CX-5 is going to be too big for her, too. That's where the CX-30 is going to, going to fall really well in line. Uh, I think the Toyota HHR is going to probably be too small, and I'm guessing the RAV4 is going to be too big. I believe the Ford Escape, the new one that came out in 2020, Um I believe it's probably going to fit her pretty well. So I would put uh-huh. that high upon the list. Uh, I okay. reviewed it. There's a review review on my website. I thought it was much improved from the 2019, which I liked. I helped my mother-in-law uh-huh. get a 2018. It was her very first so SUV. We're sort, of for a, we're sort of
6: looking for a certified used. You know that type of thing, with okay. mileage, maybe a year or two on it. Then I. How about, how about the, the Nissans or the or the Hyundai? I mean, we looked at a Hyundai Santa Fe, but it was too big. But is there a the sport model? Is that smaller? Or it
2: is it? a little smaller, but still going to be bigger than the Equinox. The Tucson might work. Um, it's about it's about Escape size, maybe just a little bit less. So I, you know, I I would put it on the list. Nissan, you know that the Rogue has gotten bigger and bigger as time has gone on. Just like the the uh, CRV and the Rav Four have gotten bigger. I'd narrow my list down. If you are going used, then I'd I'd go with an Escape for sure and take a look at it. The CX thirty you are not going to find one of those yet. I got good dealers at my website, my friend. Look at the Escape.
1: Car, truck, SUV, crossover? Hmm. Call CarPro USA and avoid getting the wrong one. 1-800-926-7777.
3: This is CarPro USA, and... You know, it doesn't happen that often, but it happens often enough to be notable that we get really surprised by some of the dealer ratings we get from listeners, like this one from Mark. He contacted West Point Lincoln in Houston on a Friday night through our website. Five minutes later, they called him back. Wow. The next morning on Saturday, they texted back and forth, worked out a deal. He drove from San Antonio two hours to Houston that afternoon to pick up his new Lincoln. Cool. But here's the kicker that I know you in particular, I'm, I'm, I hate it when people say that I'm guessing you in particular, will get a kick out of, he got his new Lincoln for $5,000 less than the price. They had agreed upon that morning because the price on his trade in, they had originally quoted him. Based on the bid that he has gotten from his local Carvana dealer, yeah. When they saw his Denali, in person, they gave him five thousand dollars more for it on trade-in than Carvana had bid for it.
2: So Let me get this straight. He's in San Antonio. He goes to our Houston dealer. We've got two. Um,
3: this is know. this is West Point.
2: You're right. We got two West Points.
3: Okay. We got
2: Houston and we got Sugarland. Anyway, okay. so he's got his bid from Carvana. The question when he heads from San Antonio to Houston is, will, will West Point match the Carvana ad?
3: Yes. will they say, okay, no, we didn't know about this. We're going to have to ding you for 1000 And And he would have been happy
2: with the Carvana bid. Right. But they've stepped up and volunteered and gave him $5,000 more.
3: Plus, he saved a ton of money on sales tax. It works out to... I don't know, how many dollars an hour? Uh, 700 or so? It, it's it's
2: better than the brain surgery money.
1: Don't buy a second car because you bought the wrong first car. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.